Hi, this is Will. And this is Jay. Welcome to our podcast, Not, not Just, just sports. sports. Just two bros sitting down talking about everything, not just sports. On this series, we'll be taking you with us on the trios and spills, highs and lows, disappointments and excitements at the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. And of course, they can only be one winner. So as you say in Niger, breakfast will reach everybody. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the World Cup series on your favorite podcast, Not Just Sports with Will and Jay. I'm Will. I'm Jay. It's nice to have you guys with us. So yes, quarterfinal game started yesterday and we saw two games. It didn't end well for one of our South American countries. It ended well for the other after, you know, a tensioned or a tension field game. So yeah, we're just going to talk about the fixtures of yesterday. We're going to talk about fixtures of today and make our predictions. <laughs> All right, let's kick off. Jay. So it's been getting harder and harder to play these games. And yesterday showed us why it's actually the World Cup and why it's football also, where a sport where anything can actually happen. We saw the likes of Croatia not having shot on target in the 90 minutes. And yet they still came out victorious against Brazil who had a flurry of shots and targets and a flurry of chances that were created over and over again. But that's just football for you. And yeah. we also saw the same thing for the Argentine and the Netherlands game, where Argentina dominated the game on the pitch and reaching towards the end of the game. When Netherlands saw it, they couldn't do anything else but just throw the bodies forward and hit the ball long. That was what they resulted to. After their coach, Luis Van Gaal, came on to say that before the match that it um, Messi was, as I say, maybe a shadow in mm-hmm. the games for Argentina and he would only really make an impact against them. And Messi came on to have a goal and assist, grabbing the Man of the Match award in that tension field occasion. Yeah, there are a lot of talking points in that particular game, but you know, we're going to start with Croatia Brazil. Honestly, honestly, it was heartbreaking, you know. It was heartbreaking for the for Brazil, for the Brazilian team, the players. There were a lot of tears shed at the end of But not mine. <laughs> surprisingly surprisingly not mine. I was I was more disappointed than heartbroken. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can understand because I think I think I think I told you the stats. Like, if you take a look at the stats and then take a look at the outcome of the match, you're like, how did this happen? Because Brazil had 21 shots, had 11 on target. Croatia had just nine shots and just one shot on target. And yet, should I tell you what happened? What? Did they happen? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't pick. The, you feel he didn't pick the right players for the game. What? Is Pedro doing playing for Brazil in the World Cup? Like, it makes no sense. I understand that Gabriel Jesus has got an injury, but, and I say again, but. Could have brought him Martinelli. You had your most informed striker prior to the World Cup, but you said he wasn't playing your pattern of football, so you went for Richarlison. See, all these things are factors that lead to the injury, right? Yeah. You can say this and that, and yes, nobody saw the injury coming, but we all know that. Um, you decided to play him as your second striker and bring him into the, the game where he came and had an injury. That if things were going all around, that would be Richardson playing that game. Probably. And yeah. we don't really know where Richardson would have gone on injury, injury or not. Yeah. 
But that aside, you picked Pedro as your third striker. You did not call up Gabriel Babusa. And yes, there were issues that came up when they complained about calling Martinelli instead of Babusa. But no one looked at Pedro. Well, like, how the heck is Pedro? They say he's a different type of nine. Okay, you're looking for a different type of nine. How do you live up for Miho? Mm. Why all these questions are coming uh, up right now is well because of the stage where Richardson was no longer effective. Yeah, definitely. And Gabriel Jesus was on injury. So now the two best center forwards Brazil have left are Femiho and Babusa, and you didn't call them up. And then the fifth option, Luis Pedro, was called up. And that showed in the game. Um, but that aside, we still saw what? Um, Vinicius, as they say, that has been forward, <laughs> and that they even had to give Neymar a 10 rule just to yeah. make a picture of Vinicius and Neymar. We saw that the first game he really didn't come to life. Yes, he took he took a shot that led to the accident. Richard says, yeah. but despite that, I don't think anyone can actually pick out what Richard is uh, what um, Vinicius did. did. In the second game, he didn't play, and the whole world was in the all watching Martinelli. In the third game, he came on, and we didn't really see much. And then we came against um, South Korea, right? Yeah. And he had a goal. It's a chance which. I am sure that almost every single Brazilian will score. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. Richarlison, Martinelli, Rafinha, most of them will score that. They might miss it because it's not an easy chance, but yeah. most of them, for them to have been in that Brazilian team, Femiho, they will all score that. So I'm not really saying that this and that. He had combinations of targets. But look at the chances created. Well, that aside, yeah, he's appointed in this game. And then Rafinha, Rafinha tried showing the world, okay, what he had, the samba, yeah, yeah. every single thing, but that wasn't enough. And big games go for big players, right? And I felt like that game just showed that Brazil have big names, but they don't have big players. Yeah, I feel, I feel it's it's probably down to the down to a kind of mentality that a player has in this kind of games. That complacent, well, they're complacent. We agree that they felt like they had already qualified over Croatia. Yeah. Right. For um, for Rafinha has come out on the media and say that they had ten different other dance moves to try out while celebrating. That should tell you complacency there. Yeah. Um, I had someone that actually said that they planned to score 10 goals that they had there for you to make that statement. <laughs> yeah. And it came out to bite them because at the end of the day, let's look at, um, let's, let's take a look uh, at how the game carried on right? after the substitutes were made, right? Yeah. Um, we saw them bring in Rodrigo for Vinicius, which is very, 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 very wrong. Why did I say it's wrong? Um, I don't, I did not see Pedro coming in for Neymar. Yeah, I did not see um, who would I use again. I, I did not see Edan Milishao coming on to replace Danilo on left back. Mm. Right? Milishao has played right back before. He's more of a centre back, but he, they gave him that role. Now you have um, Rodrigo. Well, the reason why Rodrigo played as a 10 in the second game was golf words. There was no actual 10 replacement for Neymar. Neymar, So when that issue came up, there was a confusion and then they had to just put somebody there. All right. And they won't try to marriage there. And the work actually carried that role like Neymar. But after that, we saw now that next game, Neymar came back, everything in the 10 position and reverted back to normal. It was like a like-for-like stop in the sense that once you are taking off um, Vinicius, the first name you should put in the back there is what Martinelli. If you're taking off um, Richardson, the first name should be Gabriel Jesus. After Jesus, then we can think of Pedro. Pedro yeah. You are taking off Rafinha. The next thing we should be seeing there is what Anthony. I'm sorry for Rodrigo, yeah. but based on what we have watched, um, Rodrigo came to life last season, right? Mm. But he, Not, he, yeah, didn't, he didn't really. 
he was influential at the important stage. Yes, yes. He wasn't there throughout the whole season. And your career is not made up of five performances. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to say that he's not good, right? We're not about to get any credit from him. But we're talking about you choosing to play this guy over players that have consistently been, dropped performance. Yeah, been performing. In likes of Rafinha and Anthony. So you have to understand the reason why he's third choice. Despite playing for Rimari. Playing for Rimari doesn't make you good exactly and doesn't make you to hold down the first spot yes must the dominant team in, in Premier League but that doesn't put it as more in front of Allison. it's about who is better in that regard and that is one position that Tite always got right but he couldn't just apply that to other positions because when we came into the game now and we saw that Vinicius wasn't performing the like for like substitution was going to be Martinelli no one said that Rodrigo didn't have a good game right yeah but but we all know that in that position, Martinelli would have been more influential than um, Rodrigo. Okay. Rodrigo played well. He actually tried increasing chances. Then, when Richard was out, when we knew Richard was over, it was obvious. You brought in Rodrigo for the left wing forward. You brought in Anthony for the right wing forward. What do you need to win this game? You need energy. You need people that are going to run out of defenders yeah. constantly. That was never Pedro. And then you you said you wanted a different type of system. <laughs> Why didn't you put Martinelli at the nine position? Uh, if he hasn't played this position before, we will understand. understand. Yeah, but he has actually played this position. Before. If that's the number nine, the traditional number nine position for Brazil was helping them, yeah, we yeah. understand why Pedro played there, right? But this calls for a Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli, Femigo, Kyle kind Fender of, for yeah. someone that is not going to stand there in the nine, will come back and influence the game. Kind of like our is, but... And that was what actually led to the goal. That intricate pass, not depending on the slow, yeah. uh, uh, slow night, actually scored a goal. So this was like the biggest stage, and we all heard the shit about him retiring after that. Please retire, because you have tried it so many times, and how can you have a caliber of Brazilian squad? And then you are leaving in quarterfinals twice. Croatia. Who? Last time we said Belgium, and we understood that. Yeah. Who look at you? <laughs> we we agreed that they were in the final. They finalists right last time. Yeah. But they were in the final because of how the, the it's do, funny, doggy performance. Like, it's funny how Croatia has won only one game or two games in the World Cup, and they are in the semi final. Crazy. <laughs> it's really funny. Like in the ninety minutes. Crazy. They won only one game. The last three games with uh, Price Dyke, the last three games were 0 0 0 0 0 0. They played 0 0 0 against Belgium, they went against Japan, played 0 0 0 against Japan, they went against Brazil, 19 played 0 0 0 against Brazil. And they are in the semi finals. No, see, what I see in the Christian team, right, is a team that knows what's working for them. Yeah. And they don't think penalties. And, and, this, and in this, at this point right now, what they feel is working for them is the penalties. If they cannot get if they cannot get you in the main 19. They know they, know they can't. That, that, like, <laughs> It's, it's, it's big respect for Croatia, right? Because they don't care how they don't play a big team or a small team. We believe we don't have goal scorers. Yeah. We only have goal scorers when we have been scored. And yes, when we have yes, been scored, yes. then we have goal scorers. Croatia hasn't lost the game. Funny enough. So they come into this game, they play in Japan, match for match. All the all that concerns them is don't scores. As long as you don't score, we're not going yeah, to win yeah. the game. And we know that if we get to that penalties, we will win. <laughs> and Brazil felt like, as we said, it was typical Spain, Morocco. These guys are confident going to penalties. And you, how does Rodrigo start? When last no see, I would like to know this was the issue that um, I had with England during the um, Euro final. Yeah. I would like to show me the last time Rodrigo took a penalty for Real Madrid or for Brazil. So why is he the first player 
We saw it against um, Argentina, we saw it for Netherlands. Most times, the most experienced before during the time when Ronaldo and Messi were still, comp were still competing, really, we were seeing them leaving it to the fifth penalty, yeah, to, and then but it. that affected Messi a lot because most times that pressure, yeah, as that, last as play, is, yeah that last player pressure, as big as it is, sometimes it's best to lead by example, example yeah, and not to steal the shoe. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, if Messi had played the last penalty, Lautaro had played and missed it. Yeah, I missed it exactly. And that that that's true. That's so true. you have the as in the penalty starting. Your coolest penalty taker is Neymar. Starts with him. Casemiro scored his penalty. How did how on earth how on earth did Rodrigo miss it? Like so many things about the game that really pissed me off. Right. So many things are really, are really missed his own too. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the crazy thing because at the end of the day, nobody played penalty, <laughs> and that, that's that's really that's really that's, that's really bollocks. How how on earth? Anthony didn't. <laughs> Someone said legend has it that Anthony is still waiting to take his. It makes no sense. So I, I feel um, I'm not disappointed with the Brazilian team. It's a, it's a coaching problem yeah. that, that actually brought them down this. And I'm happy them home. I'm happy because I was having what I was having mixed feelings, mixed feelings between <laughs> Brazil and Argentina. Like yes, I would like uh, Argentina to win Brazil just because of Messi. Messi yeah. But now it's easier for me to go into the finals. Argentina, yeah. So I really didn't feel that bad. I understand that I was supporting Brazil throughout, but yeah. Today he disappointed a lot of us and I wasn't I think, really looking think, forward to them winning the World Cup over Argentina. Yeah. So I'm not gonna cry about it. Okay, so we'll just say um I'll just say still kudos to Livakovic. I mean No, that guy was very <laughs> that guy was very he's, 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 seven. He, yeah, he has he has, he has what and based on occupying yeah. age, he has like Maybe let's see five five, seven years on his belt. Mm. And if he makes a very good transfer, right? Chelsea man actually have their goalkeeper. Yeah, like the guy actually actually he with his legs, <laughs> his reactions, the, the, and all those snaps yeah. that are taking in penalties. Like man, if Chelsea needed a goalkeeper, like I feel like they should really go for like... him. No, see this this is the crazy thing about goalkeepers, right? When we now look at the likes of Ramsdale and we see that he's just twenty three, that that makes you that makes you really wonder, like where were all these good goalkeepers at that age? age. Right? Yeah. Like, why weren't they discovered on time? Why do you have to wait for them to match? Why do you have to believe that as they get older, that's when keepers get better? It's, it's the trend, more or less. But um, I, I feel like he has made his name in the World Cup. Um, we have the likes of Bono. We have Ivakovic right now. Um, we are saying um, Martinez, we already knew about Yeah, him. we already knew who was good. But we are seeing these guys now, and then they are all showing us that the World Cup is not about strikers. No. Nope. The goalkeepers are really there for us. And uh, he, he impressed me in the game, so I'm like, if there's any good thing I can tell out of that game, is the, the Croatian goalkeeper. Yeah. All right, we'll just move over to. Ah, the match that had us shouting, screaming, celebrating. I'm surprised, I'm surprised I didn't look. I didn't look my like, <laughs> like that. That kept us interested until the dying moment. Edge. Like we're yo, and then the flurry of cards that I don't even understand. The highest it's, ever. It's simple. <laughs> stack. Just okay. Stop. <laughs> I only think ten minutes, but that's not like killing. Like, <laughs> just send him on like a permanent vacation or something. Send him somewhere. That referee shouldn't actually blow a whistle. I feel like even if he blew the whistle, he should arrest him. Because honestly, it's like it's like a game to him. 
Honestly. I see you, hey, you, you don't have the yellow card. It feels like a plain screen game. Honestly. Red light. Yeah, red light. Green light, yellow card. Yeah, it was. He looks at you, oh, hey, on yellow card, I give you one. <laughs> one for you, one for you, one for oh, everybody. everybody. Like, what the fuck is that? The guy just came in here. Like, like, like DJ Khalid, one for you, one for your mother, one for he your was, sister. It was terrible. <laughs> And what Smith tells you that, okay, guy, you are naturally doing your free job well, and you say, okay, take a card for you too. <laughs> we understood that Messi was supposed to have a yellow card for the handball, yeah. right? but you didn't give me a yellow card for that, and you gave me a yellow card for nothing later on. So I feel like it's like for like, it's even. But then you saw that, okay, a red card will kill this game. Yeah, yeah. So why did you still give a red card? At the, at the 120, it's when it makes no when it sense. makes no sense. I feel like I feel like that's like a child in the man's. Bro, like you see the the and almost the entire backline of Argentina has yellow cards. And that, well, my annoyance with that, right, is that they move into the next game and they're now cautious because yes. any mistake we'll miss they, make, a, they a, miss in the final, that kind of final, thing. and that's crazy. That's very, very crazy. I mean, me, I me, feel like me, it's zero cents. Okay, you said the record for this World Cup. Yeah, for this. I think, Why? I think it's the all-time total. All time 17 total. cards wow. in the game. And if someone sees that now, basically, like, like actually fought in the game. And they didn't fight. Like, I, I mean, okay, we, we we can say that there was they were they were beats and pieces. No, 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 seventeen no, cards. No, I tell you, no, twelve no. of those cards to be avoided. Twelve. I know, 12 I know, be avoided. I, know, I know. But like, there were other occasions that would have warranted more cards. Yes, <laughs> that's the funny. Based on how he was giving it. Yes, based because on how he was giving it. When Paredes made that tackle, right, and then he shot the ball, that was just a yellow card. We yes, all knew that. Yes. And then him coming back on the pitch, Van Dijk ramming into him on the that was supposed that to be was a yellow, yellow card offense. But apparently, he's like. He closed one eye, he's like, yeah, look at me. <laughs> Honestly, come on. He sees one, he doesn't see one, and he's like, mm, yeah, I give it a look at Let's Let's accept that. Like, like the, way, the way it all started, first of all, like, from the first half, where the assistant... The assistant coach of Argentina got the yellow card. Like, <laughs> today we're wondering what he said. Wondering what he said. And he gave the yellow card, like, it was giving Scaloni. I, I feel like the guy was, you were just confused because... <laughs> We couldn't keep up with, with the yellow cards. We didn't know who he was giving it to. He just more or less raised the, raised the card. We, and when he pointed them, and before players in that direction, exactly. and then they will not call him on his own. He's never like, hey, guy, what's up? Who did you He's like, um, does that one have a card? He said, yes, okay, he'll give it down. I don't have a card. <laughs> it was it was crazy. I'm like, how did how did this guy actually get this gig to actually as in be the ref in this game? Like, we talk about women men and um, referees, referees, right? Yeah. And we saw that um, the lines woman she made a mistake in this, but the yeah. lines like football, yeah. like life, everybody makes mistakes. If it was the woman that did this, what would we say? Mm. <laughs> like women have issues. That's that's, thank that's you. what we say. Women have issues. <laughs> if you want to, if you want if you want to set a record, right? If you want yeah. to set a record, just score a goal. Or give a red card, give like five five red cards. Listen, honestly, in this game, we should have seen more than three red cards. Red card. If anyone does have a red card in that game, maybe let's see Paradise. Paradise, yeah. That was the end for the taco. Yeah. That taco would have maybe a yellow. A yellow and then the next one you made was. Yeah, that would have been a light yellow. But at the end of the day, when he, he, he looked at his book, he was like, damn, he doesn't have more yellow cards. Let's ramp it up. And then he was like, at everything by the time he had. Yeah, so on, left. on the bench, on the bench, yeah, like the people that they subbed on. Yes, three from the Argentine squad. The three people that they subbed it on like, got yellow card. Made no sense. Then Molina, Molina was on the yellow card, right? Yeah. And then Molina, no, 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 
Molina didn't have it. She didn't get yellow card. Yeah, Molina didn't have it. Surprisingly, okay. it was Romero, Otamendi, Martinez, so and Acuna. Molina left, yeah. and then Montiel came in the world, 106 minutes, and, and he got yellow card. Like, I don't understand how crazy this thing was. Okay, Fezella came in in the world, 78 minutes, and yeah. he caused the, the freaky that let him go. Yeah. And then he, on the 112 minutes, Fezella got yellow card. <laughs> Leave that aside. Okay, Paredes. Paredes came in in what? Paredes came in in what? It was the 66th minute, and then what? Towards the end of the game, it's nine. He got yellow card. <laughs> Messi yellow card for argument. Ottomans yellow card for argument. <laughs> no, no, this is crazy. Montiel yellow card for, for argument. argument. How do you do this amount of yellow cards for argument? And they are not even the same timeline. Alessandro Martinez yellow card for argument. Davis Depay yellow card for argument. This is crazy. Like I think I really need to look at this thing, right? Yeah. If you look at the amount of arguments, right, that we're talking yellow card. Like, and where goes to was the yellow card arguments? Or that that one came from the, the bench. Manager. He came from the bench with the yellow yes. card. Yes, that manager yeah. was on yellow card for argument. Bergwijn got the yellow card after he had left, he left the pitch <laughs> for argument. The first yellow card of the game to Timber was for, was for argument. We're looking at four now. Moving on towards uh, Martinez, that was five. The pie that was six. Like this is crazy. Bebois, size was seven, Messi yeah. eight, Otamendi nine, Montiel ten. <laughs> like this is crazy. Then Dumfries eleven, Naulang twelve, and then Dumfries red card thirteen. All for arguments. It was what do you say? It was sixteen yellow cards in the game, or sixteen cards in the game. Yeah. Thirteen were given for arguments. arguments. That is that's borderline crazy. <laughs> it's like play the man start talking. <laughs> Everybody keep quiet, run around the pitch. If you talk, yellow card. <laughs> Honestly, like, I really, thought, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm sure that this is going to be his last. I don't think I'm ever going to use him again. But <laughs> that, that was just crazy. That was, that was really just crazy. Thirteen yellow cards for argument. I mean, like, okay, and and I think for that for that Vegas that got the yellow card on the bench. I feel like he should have gotten another yellow card on the pitch. He should have gotten like four. <laughs> you know, honestly, he should have gotten four yellow cards. Like, the yellow card, the red card for this game, red card for the next game <laughs> in, in, your, in your country, yeah. and the next one for the next one you're going to play in your club. Because that guy came on to that pitch, and then he's got to go, and he's like, since I've got to go, so I can't get a red card. And I feel like, yeah, yeah, you can't get yeah, a red card. Can't get a red card. <laughs> You know, that was, at the end of the game, he still had issues again. Yeah, in the tunnel. With, uh, Man, yeah. this day was a crazy day, but we are glad that Argentina qualified. Uh, as we say, the declaration. I think a positive me, I will take personally, based on like club level, is Aki's performance. Because oh. you... No, I, I, I will say that's a positive, because anyone who didn't know that he was that good. Guys, like, after, let me see, after, after that, after that, Messi's assist yes. that let the goal. My man was go like, go okay, yeah. see, I'm not allowing anybody to pass. I'm not allowing anybody to shoot. <laughs> Basically, everywhere. Like, there were some there were some true balls that if they had gone through, would have. I think there was one on the corner with, um, was it, is it uh, Molina and I think De Paul or so, or Molina and Fernandez yeah. like on the corner. And Aki was running and they dropped the pass. You know, this kind of. You have somebody on the flank, and then you yeah, try. Yes. The person tries to run behind yeah, the defender. Like you drop the pass, and like intercept. It's intercepted. Like who stretch slide? In the, he was just even with Messi. He did not want to hear again that. <laughs> My credit to Aki, right? Because after we called all the names for the yellow cards, we didn't. Yeah, call we didn't call Aki. That's it. That, 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 that's one credit I'll give to him. He was neat. He was decisive. He was clinical in all his tackles that were made. He really performed, and he really showed us why. 
I mean, and that's crazy because he goes once and they on the bench again. Again, yo. I can't blame him because he's competing with the likes of Laporte, Ruben Diaz, Cancelo, Kawaka. Man, well, I, I don't know. Yo, it was a crazy, it was a crazy match. Messi uh, and Molina scoring two goals in my head, and uh, him coming from the bench, goals with the yellow card, and then going on to score two goals. The second goal, which was actually the craziest of them all. Mm. Cut my ticket <laughs> for the last kick of the of the of the nineteen minutes game. Uh, what can I say? That's football. Yo, that free kick, that free kick, totally like he cut us one out. Don't take it back there because I was yo. very angry with Martinez for that. He should have. He should have saved that. that. Yes, he should have saved that. That ball was so, so slow. Like it basically just rolled into the post. That at, no, they say everybody has a weakness, right? And yeah. I feel like if Christian actually wants to get something of that game, it's like. Reduce, you know, reduce the speed of the shot, more of precision, less of power yeah. to beat Martinez. Martinez. Because we saw it in even in penalties too. Yes, yeah, we saw it in that. Even the header, the header was not a bullet header. Yeah, it was, it was just they headed it to the ground. Slide. Yeah, uh, so a bit slow. He couldn't react that fast to those those ball. It's crazy how he have he have quick reflexes, but for sure for heavy shots and quick shots and slow balls are your weakness. But that's weakness, right? From what we derived from yesterday, but yeah. that takes us into today. The second game, second day of the quarterfinal, quarter where we are seeing the likes of Portugal facing Morocco, Morocco. Mm. England, France. Right now, Morocco are the what the dark horse. Hey, surprising. Surprising. but Morocco, <laughs> and they have the chance of knocking out Portugal, who are coming back from ravaging Switzerland. Switzerland. Damn. What can we say? Um, just like the Croatia game, we have known Morocco for their doggy defense. Mm-hmm. They came from the same group. Hey, they don't want you to score. They came from the same group. They don't want. If you don't want them to score, they don't want you to score they play, either. They play. They play against Croatia. They topped the group. Croatia came second. Croatia are the only country that came second to still be in the competition. Really. So, are we going to see a crazy movement from Bono and Morocco, or are we going to see a dominant display from Portugal and Ronaldo? Do you think you're going to start him? Ronaldo? Yes. I feel, I feel if, if the coach is wise enough, yeah, if the coach, he'll just take a look at the previous match and be like, okay, I didn't start Ronaldo, I had six, I had, you know, yeah. I had a flurry of goals. So, hey, is the, right now, that's a working formula. But that was not against, no, Switzerland were good defensively. Yeah, they were not as good as Morocco because they considered to Brazil. I know, I know. They considered but... to, they considered um, to Serbia yeah. around how many goals, two goals. Like it should that they, they could conspire. Morocco is different. What I'm saying, you no, see, what I'm saying is this year. We, like I'll still say when Ronaldo is in the team. Yeah. When Ronaldo is in the team, and when Ronaldo efficiency. exactly and when Ronaldo is out. And they are the no team. longer scared of him like before. Like before. Players hope that he plays. <laughs> it's crazy. Because we saw Messi and Ronaldo from the rise and we saw how people were we Look at Atletico Madrid. You're going too far. Atletico Madrid is for Messi, right? Yeah. Atletico Madrid was basically shaking in his boots while watching his team <laughs> play against Messi. And then for Ronaldo, Simeone was devastated every, every single time. time he met him. It was so bad that even when they met him in Juventus, like, <laughs> that was how crazy it is. But now, players and teams hope that, that Ronaldo, Ronaldo is on the pitch because he, they feel like he hinders the team. 
And unfortunately, because I'm not supporting Portugal, I hope he plays today again. <laughs> he might win, yeah, but yeah. I know he reduced the amount of goals that Portugal scored. Yep. So I pray he actually plays Portugal. Because like, there's always a different style of gameplay when he's off uh, the pitch. Yeah. So like, if if he's on the pitch, I mean that that looks like an advantage to Morocco if he's on the pitch. But as it's in now, we see we saw Morocco and we saw how they play against Spain. They were not really intended on scoring. And when they finally got the intention to score, the center forward drew the whole team backwards. So we see Morocco still doing the same thing of defending, defending, and trying to hit and increase the speed of the game towards the end of the ending, match. Yeah. Do you think they're actually going to have something against Portugal? You know, is is this kind of thing that I would say, if anything Portugal wants to do, they should do it within 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they should do it within 90 minutes or like, one twenty minutes, anything past that, and it's up in the air. We yeah. don't know, we don't know where it's going to fall. So, like anything past ninety or one twenty minutes, wherever wherever your coins lie, you <laughs> you, you think, go for what it. What do you think we should we should actually praise more Croatia for uh, drawing Belgium, drawing um, Morocco, drawing Japan? Drawing Brazil and still being in the competition, or Morocco that actually came out to beat. Belgium. Credit Morocco, bro. See, no, no, honestly, like Croatia are playing, you can you can say they are playing coward football, but it's nice strategy. You get yes, whatever takes you to the final. Whatever takes you, whatever wins you the trophies. Yeah. So no nobody cares. Look at Chelsea, Champions League, they just one goal they needed and they they won it. Won it. So like whatever takes you to the finals, whatever wins you the trophy, yes, they will say yeah, it's football haram and all of that, or satanic football. Whatever takes you there. So I feel like Morocco is a bit is different in that aspect that yes, their defense is good. Yeah, they, they if they want to sit back and defend, they can actually do that, yeah. but then they still try to go forward move and forward and, and challenge you. Yes, and they have the um, the the ability to actually hit you yeah. when they go forward. So I feel Morocco has actually been the better team. If you had pressure for the game, like what, what are you predicts? Mm, I predict a draw because these days now it's these days if you like now it's in the alcohol. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't I don't like these days. Yeah, Japan was a draw, Japan pressure was a draw. Cause because um, no, honestly, because like when we see we see this in goals change games. Yeah. So like when these two were playing, when that's why when Argentina scored that first goal in the first half. I was like, this one that goal has entered this game. In the second half, it's going to because uh, like Netherlands, they were good. They were content with just passing and passing and yeah, passing yeah. that first half initially. Like they, they were not really. They see how they see how everything to play. Yeah, but they were not behind. So like they were just passing, trying to control the gameplay. But after the first goal entered, switch to second half. Everybody is now. Frantic is like okay, oh, see you. Argentina, they want, and this is the, another problem with like substitutions in this World Cup because most of the time the coaches don't get the substitutions right. And the players and, they come out with a different energy, like yeah, energy. Like, I don't understand how you're coming from the bench with less energy than the people that have been playing for maybe Modric, 60, 70 minutes. Mr. Modric, how old is he? It's extra time, and he's still making runs from the midfield down to the, the opponent box. Like it's, it's really crazy. It really, it really bugs me because I'm like, okay, what are these players actually doing? doing. But what can I say? You know yourself. <laughs> you should know how you perform. You know how you play. You know what works best for you, and then use it to your advantage. It's as simple as that. And I think I'll go. I'll still go with the same draw with you for this game. Um, reason why we have seen many of the games 
been to New Orleans safe. It's not safe at all for any. It was nearly a draw for Netherlands, um, USA yeah. for the third yeah. game for um, Argentina against um, Australia. They nearly equalized, so it was nearly a draw. So for the Spain, it was a draw. Like I've seen a flurry of games where it's always came this close, close to being be a draw, a draw ended up as a draw. So I'm um, not taking anything from Portugal. I really believe that Portugal is way stronger than Morocco. Yeah. If you ask me on another day, I'll tell you Portugal actually win the game. Yeah. But I feel like mm, probably, <laughs> probably a draw with Portugal qualifying. Okay, a draw with Portugal qualifying. Um, how many? What's your correct score? Man, I don't think Morocco can score too close to the game. Yeah. I say probably one one. Okay. One one. One one in favor. One, ah, one one draw. Me, I, I'm going with a two two draw. Because once the goals enter, there's always the quest for more. Yeah, but the, the question now is I, I, I don't know how long it will take for that goal to come in. True, true. Because true. left around in Morocco, they would like to score early, right? Yeah. But when they see they can't, they switch to defend and they're like, okay, let's tire them out. They yeah. Hit them. Yeah. So we'll see how that will work because Portugal, they are blessed in every single facet of the game on the pitch. I mean, every single place. Like, they are actually good. Hakim is actually going to suffer if Rafael Leal plays. Yep. They are, I don't think they have played against each other yet. That will be like their first meeting because I think AC Milan and, and PSG haven't really faced off. Faced off, yet. yeah. So we'll actually look at that. Um, I think when, when Hakim was in Inter Milan, um, Rafael Leal hasn't really made his name yet. Game, yeah. So no one really looked at that. But now that they are both in their best form of their life, they are, it's going to be a very doggy one. Yeah, so it's going to be a crazy game. But what can we say? We don't really know. We don't really know. Yeah. We'll just predict and believe our predictions will come true. Yeah. And that takes us to the last game. England, France, man. This match that we have been. See, there are a lot of. Like Africa is colliding because <laughs> we have seen the Anglophone and the Francophone countries. Like, yeah. basically, in Africa, it's either supporting England or supporting France. France yeah. You cannot tell me they are watching this game and you are not supporting any, any one of them. I can, you can say that that uh, maybe we can say for the for the Portugal Morocco game that you don't really know who you're supporting, but yeah. based on Africa, Africa reality, you go to with the, Morocco, yeah. And it's crazy also I heard that if Morocco actually makes the same final. Yeah, we have an extra spot. Slots. Yeah, we have from nine. Two yeah, we, that's what I'm saying. We have an we have extra slots for African. So that's teams. crazy. That means a lot. Nigeria may qualify. Nigeria will qualify, but we're well, supposed to see a team like Namibia. It's going to be very crazy. Official. Gabon or Zambia. That. Yeah. But yeah, it created that chance for them. And now, looking at the England-France game, a lot of players. Like, have a lot of good players. Good players. I feel like this, this should this should have actually even even been the World Cup final. final. Taking away Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. England-France should actually be like the World Cup final because they have flurry of talents. Like, but one thing both things have showed us that they can be boring. Very true. They can switch off and play very very sadistic until the goal enters. <laughs> Like, that's what annoys me. Like you guys can play with this intensity from the very first minute, but you're like, yeah, let's just pass, pass, pass. Once they score, like you don't need to give credit to club football. It's not. It's when we we're always insulting the Manchester and Liverpool. They come in and they are on you, you for from ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, man, just this kind of, every time pressing, pressing, pressing. Like, Why every time you? Know. Keep up that intensity. <laughs> Honestly, like when you look at someone like Arsenal right now, they are trying to mimic that. Yeah, to keep that intensity, intensity from from the beginning. Yeah. Now we are, we are, we are seeing 
we are basically bits of magic, but we are seeing more or less more boring football. Than... Yeah, we are like we are basically seeing forty five minutes of boring football, it and then more than that. And then the next forty five minutes will be maybe twenty minutes of boring football. And then... This Korea four zero first has gonna have. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's more or less. Argentina is one of the only most the only countries that have actually scored in both halves. Yeah, it's not. It's not really an easy thing. Like when we look at it in the clubs, or like uh, it is, it's, it's not really easy. Football is actually a very hard sport. Yeah. But how do you see that game going? Man, I just right now, right now, I just like I just have um, Kawaka Mbappe battle in mind. Like that's that's where I'm looking at, and then probably Saka and Saka Hernandez. Um, clash. I feel, I feel like, I feel like Saka might actually get the upper hand over Hernandez. Reason why? Not because Hernandez is not good. Yeah. But because Mbappe will not come back to help him. Mbappe, <laughs> Mbappe will be busy. He'll be more annoyed with himself when he can't be Skywalker. <laughs> and that annoyance will make him stay up front hoping for that chance, chance to beat Skywalker. Yeah. And that will create a hole for, um, what's his name? Saka. For Hernandez. For Hernandez. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 and yeah. not having someone to back him up. And we all know that Trout, you know, I watched Saka. I watched Foden. I watched Harry Kane. Harry Kane was ready to bring out your. And we are watching Jude Bellingham. Exactly. The kid that's ready to drive. We are watching Jude video. Bellingham. So, so it's, it's like it's a very crazy game. But what can we say? All we can do is play it to our part and then leave the players to do the rest. Yeah. Like, the two-two draw. How do you mm. Yeah, that's that's actually. But then again, you know, we we talked about them playing boring football for most of the time. But they can actually still score goals, and I feel that your two two your two two draw is actually one of the safer options. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, but I don't know. I like I I want England to win. Yeah, I do. I want England to win. Right. So I'll just say, um, in extra time. Probably England will win the game. Okay. In extra time. So let, let, let me just drop this by you. Let, yeah. let me just drop this by you before before we continue. Um, England have considered <laughs> just <clears throat> once in their last four games mm-hmm. in the World Cup. Yeah. And that was their first game against Iran. Iran, yeah. Guys, the two goals they considered. Goals, yeah. But despite that, they haven't considered again. And most times we forget about the in the defensive structure of England. This yeah. was the same thing we saw in the last World Cup and in the Euro, where these, it is just so hard to score them. So, like, even believing that two goals to go up against them is actually crazy, but it's France. Yeah, it's, it's Mbappe. Yeah. It's Mbappe, it's Dembele. So we actually believe that might happen. But, um, as I said, Christ got to two. So it's not yours. Yeah, my career score two one in like in extra time. Yeah, in favor of England. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, two two. I'm with um, England to qualify. Okay. And let me just take that out. England qualify. Portugal qualify. England, maybe. Portugal qualify. That would be a crazy match. Yeah, but still, Morocco. Chakos. I mean, like it's yeah. We 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 expect Portugal to qualify, but hey, Morocco, over to you. Do do it for Africa. Do it. Give us two extra slots, bros. Man, yeah. Today today promises to be exciting. Maybe not as exciting as we were yesterday. Cause I was not excited yesterday. I was on edge. <laughs> I think I think that I think that no, that's a different type of excitement. No, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's, it's like part of it now. It's like someone on alcohol and yeah. someone 
on weed. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost the same thing, but yeah. they are two different things. Yeah. So like I think it has to be stated there. Yesterday I wasn't elated. <laughs> right? I felt like a girl was being pointed at me. So at that point in time, I'm not actually calm. I'm I'm not excited, but yeah. I feel like at any moment in time I might lose my life. <laughs> and not in a phone way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. So I Today, I know I won't feel that today yeah. because I really don't care about the teams that are playing, whether they win or lose. Yeah. I can support, as I said, I can hope that this team wins, but their performance, them winning, you know, is not really going to care much to me because basically, as I said, England and watching that call my career. I, I look at this team as a game that's going to actually perform in the game. If England wins, it's going to be instrumental to the win, but as always, and it's going to be crazy because if he actually goes on to remove France, well, I'm talking about the Golden Ball, right? Yeah. The first thing on the list is Lionel Messi, second to Mbappe. Removing France makes us take a look at England's players. And when we look at England's players, the best players for England are so we're seeing what Saka, Saka. Rashford. Yeah. Played. And that's crazy because anything that makes Saka and England get, get more goals. to reach the semi final, to reach the semi final, yeah. and then to reach the final, let's say if they played against Argentina. Then we basically know that the standout performer for England has been Saka. And the standout performer for, for Argentina has been Messi. And whoever wins that, all things being even, yeah. whoever wins that, let's say they pick the best performer for a country from the country that wins, it's going to be either Saka or Messi. And that's like that's like the dream of every Arsenal fan in this world. <laughs> but still, that's football for you, and nothing can be predicted. Alright, so one one Joshua uh, Morocco Portugal um Portugal to qualify Portugal to qualify yeah two two from me Portugal to qualify for England France two two for the man England to qualify England to qualify and two one for me England to qualify England to beat France hey yesterday we we a bit trusted team got three three points just based yeah on just based on the internal qualification yeah the correct score we're not correct. we're not <laughs> that just we were almost correct yeah in the correct score oh, oh Netherlands oh, Argentina oh, oh. It's very, very close. Very, very close. And we actually went for the same prediction. Yeah. That's close. We're hitting the correct score. Yeah. Yeah. Life is life. Is life is. <laughs> I was also almost correct on the Brazil one, also. Yeah. And that nine minutes. That it's like, it, yo. What? Three more minutes, bro. What can I say? The same, this one, one minute, just one minute left, and they got that, they considered that free kick, and they go. But at least, like, it's a three-three point even yeah. for both sides, and put Williams on 105. Mm. And you breaking the Breaking the heart. Hey, 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 it took a while, but we're finally here. <laughs> it has to be easy, man. I didn't actually believe we'll actually get to 100 point prediction, but still, mm. we're here. Look at us now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like we should put um, the, the, the World Cup final, right? Yeah. The correct score should be on like a, let's say, a 10 pointer or a 15 pointer. And then whoever gets the prediction right, should be like a six pointer. Let's just make it a bit massive. All right, all right, all right. Like yeah. Anticipate for that. Mm. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll walk, walk towards that. Yeah, sure. we'll, we'll, we'll fine tune it, make it sound nice. <laughs> all right, all right. This is the end of today's episode. Yeah. Oof. It's the World Cup series on your favorite podcast, not, not just sports. sports. We will see you guys next time.
you enjoy the podcast you just listened to? If you did, tap the follow button and turn on our notification so you don't miss out on any of our episodes. See ya!